This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to your Monday, Lori and Julia show. My talk one hundred seven one. Everything inspiration. Everything inspiration. You know, I said inspiration because I was thinking of Project Down and Dirty, which <laughs> kicks off one month from today. today! One month from today. It's of course masterpiece. And we'll all be at the Minneapolis College of Art and Design. Uh, the organization that this show will be raising money for is Art Buddies. Just real quickly, I had a delightful chat with Sue Krolik, who is the woman behind Art Buddies and came up with the idea. She's very excited that we're raising money for them, and we're going to talk to her when we do the show. But she did want you to know that contrary to legend, she was not the inspiration for Peggy on Mad Men. Oh. <laughs> she said some writer came up with that. She well, we said, like it. Yeah, she but said. But she worked it's not in. True. She did. She, she broke the glass ceiling. Avenue she was in the, the first 60s. woman to attain her kind of position as art director at any uh, advertising agency at, on Madison Avenue. Okay, she well was the first. Peggy Peggy is the archetype of that person. This lady is too modest and she doesn't want modest, to admit yes, it. Yes. But she is Peggy. Okay. Uh, just, you know, dramatically licensed. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. You know yes. what so, I'm saying? Fantastic. Yeah. So she's very thrilled to uh, be part of this. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, and we're giving away tickets to Mean Girls sometime this hour, which is going to be uh, October 2nd at yeah. the Orpheum. It's the it's first just Broadway for, tour of yeah. Mean Girls, which has been a hit on Broadway. Yes, it has. Mm-hmm. So the touring production, they like coming to the Twin Cities, don't they? Yes, they do. They get a good theater crowd. Okay, so Demi Moore uh, was on her two her first of two-part interview with Diane Sawyer. Diane Sawyer went... To Hollywood, uh, wherever. To her house in the hills. That's right. To interview Demi Moore. And more, a couple more tidbits came out, excerpts. Her book comes out tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow. It's okay. tomorrow is the release of Inside Out, her memoir. And she is being, I mean, we have not had a celebrity memoir with this kind of brutal honesty i'm thinking since carrie fisher well i was gonna say like andre agassi right you know he had a very like he really wrote yes he buried it all Uh, yeah yeah it's just it's been a while and so here's uh the story set up uh i guess from good morning america she set out to reclaim her life and in a new memoir reaches out to anyone else struggling she dedicates the book to the three daughters she loves and surprisingly to someone else. 
her own troubled teenage mother who didn't know how to protect the little girl in the cat eye glasses. You growing up. It is colorful. <laughs> her mother and father both battle alcoholism, move the family constantly ahead of debt, infidelities, thunderous fights. She's 12 when her mother first attempts suicide. She writes, I remember using my fingers, the small fingers of a child, to dig the pills my mother had tried to swallow out of her mouth. And it wasn't the last time. No, there was many, many times. You said your childhood... Was done. Yeah. Life-changing moment. Yeah. I mean, and she's in, like, she's in this, like, kind of beautiful and then this, robe whoops, and in her house. Yes. And it's just like, she she seems very zen. zen. Like, she has done the work. She yep. has count, she's done counseling. Mm-hmm. She's really healed herself, which is, of course, why she can write this great book at 56 right. years old. All right, let's play the next one, Donnie. And then this stunning revelation that the man you loved as your father was not your biological father and others in your family knew this i made up about that that i'm wasn't wanted or that i don't deserve to be here when her father leaves she's responsible for her unstable mother as an anxious teen she is taken by her mother to bars so that men will notice them She's 15 when she comes home one night and an older man they know is in the apartment with the key. She writes, it was rape and a devastating betrayal. Revealed by the man's cruel question, how does it feel to be whored by your mother for $500? Do you believe she sold you? I think in my deep heart, no. I don't think it was a straightforward transaction, but she still did give him the access, and put me in harm's way. I mean, how it's, about that? Sharing I, that and at the same time dedicating the book to her mom that she's come to a place of, you know, understanding, acceptance, forgiveness. It's I, kind of amazing. She's so, if you think of knowing a 15-year-old you're, girl, oh, you're so young. Well, I and mean, 12? you were gone when this came out, but a new study came out that one out of every six females has their first intercourse uh sexual intercourse at 15 mm. and it's not wanted. wanted it's forced it's coerced it's talked into it's right sure uh all these but it's not um Just a, a so two-way young. thing so and 15 is the so young i know it so anyway okay let's play the next one donnie So now, look again at the mysteries inside the face of the teenage girl who drops out of high school, leaves her mother's home, and sets out determined to invent a future for herself. She's penniless, a little wild, running hard, and signs up for acting auditions, even though she has no training. I mean, I was figuring it out, like, by the seat of my pants, the school of um, fake it till you make it. Scared to death, or... With some confidence. I think it was more the confidence was, I don't have anything to lose. I don't have anything to lose. I don't have anything. So why not? I mean, and Madonna has said that too about moving to New York when she was like 19 with hardly any, you do, when you have nothing to lose and you're young. Right, you don't care. You have like this fearlessness that can get you through because especially, the, you know, Demi Moore is leaving 
the situation where her mom, you know, just wants her to go out with her so they can meet guys. Little by boo, you That's know what just I mean? So and then, hard. Oh my gosh. Okay, uh, play the next one, Donnie. And then her lucky break. Look at this. She is 19 years old, walking through the door of General Hospital. She knows she's in over her head and writes she's taming her fear with alcohol and then cocaine. There would be blackouts, moments of humiliation, like her parents. I don't have an off switch. I don't have the thing that says, this is enough. And in 1984, she's asked to join the coolest young team of actors in Hollywood. It's a movie called St. Elmo's Fire. And the producer and director have given her a part to play she knows well. I mean, I think the irony certainly was not lost on me. They came to you and said, go to rehab. It's a profound gift that they gave me. She commits to sobriety. And the pledge will last until she's in her 40s and falling wildly in love. You will be sober for how long? Almost 20 years. And so 84 to like uh-huh. 2004. And she writes then when she's dating Ashton Kutcher and he says to her, alcohol, like having that it's a disease or whatever. He, I, I'm, I'm misquoting, but he basically said, it's a state of mind. You can do it in moderation if you just have a glass or two. He's also... A young kid. He's 23 years old when they first met, you know. But she believed yeah. him and she had a glass of wine. Yeah. Wow. Because she also wanted to impress him, impress and him, be with him and be with him. And that was what he was into as a young man in his 20s. Right. And yeah, yeah. same and way that she said that she had threesomes to impress him. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, she writes in the book that she agreed to threesomes. She didn't have to tell us this in an effort to keep be hip and cool for him. And she was like, that was a terrible idea. Well, no kidding. Right. But, but you know, you think these are the, he's a young guy. He's seen nothing but porn. He thinks everybody's having threesomes. Oh, everybody's having threesomes. It's a cool thing to do. So she is giving us wow a I, lot uh, a lot of Frank yeah, very raw very raw. Let's play the last one, Donnie. Look at some of those movies that caused a kind of earthquake in Hollywood. She took chances. Ghost was an expensive gamble about a combination of laughter and grief and everlasting romance. In a few good men, she defies studio bosses with the studio executive um, saying if there wasn't going to be a, a sex scene then, you know, why was I in it? And as the hits keep coming, she becomes a producer and the highest paid actress ever in Hollywood, a $12.5 million salary. As critics assail her nerve, her ambition. They called you Gimme More? There were some things like that. (laughs) Why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't all women be paid equal to the quality of the work they're doing? And who was it that just gave an interview that said uh, Demi Moore was so, so her ostracized for getting that salary? I think we that heard, she was yeah. smeared, and there was this whole other story. And we all thought, where is she gone? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the people were deliberately, you know, cutting her out. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, she, I can't wait to read this book. No, I know. I think it's going to be. And good. I love hearing Diane Sawyer's dulcet Voice. tones. Oh, I love her. You know, you and know. I do. I Glory, like, I like, and that's how you feel about some people that you've grown up with. You yeah. know what I mean? 
just sort of the way that she's doing it. And they're taking their time with this story, you know, because she's, I think Demi Moore is also going to be very brutally honest about where she was at her age being so blinded by this younger man. Oh, well, that has to be addressed. And because I think her breaking up with him, her kids loved Ashton Kutcher so much. I think that caused a rift along with her using between yeah. her three girls oh, I think and her. her girls were might find out in the book that they were more understanding. Oh, really? Because I thought no, because he he. Yeah, I think we're going to find All that right. he was like, it, again, the time of your life is everything when you get together with somebody. And I think Thanks. we're going to find out from her in her book that she maybe blinded herself to stuff about him. Like, come on, think about it. He's 24, you're 39. Oh. You know, maybe this Remember when just... we saw Stella's Got a Groove? Yeah. And it was based on a true story yeah. and she was 40 and the guy's like 25 were, or something. Yeah. And then they get married and everything. Now they're divorced. I mean, you do realize that there is a, that's a huge age. I, at that time, at that time, 20, life. every time in your 20s, I felt like every year you go up, you're, you, it's dog years, you're five years older. <laughs> right. I felt like that decade you grow up massively, the yes. 20s. Yeah, you don't know anything. You Nothing. think you know everything. So you're wide open to all right. kinds of experiences and stuff. Yeah. Fun, but not to ever. But you no mature whatever, the most, I felt. No one would yeah. ever. I've never heard anyone say they want to repeat their 20s. Mm-mm. Donnie? No, thank you. Yeah. Holly? No, no. Okay. I mean, it no, is, if you're in your twenties, have reality. fun, explore, do whatever, fun. and know like if it's angsty or it feels like really hard, you're gonna get through it, and it's you're gonna, gonna be five years older, but you're only gonna be one year older. That's right, next That's year. Right, so yeah. it's just gonna be Very amazing. Well All right, we come back. Uh, it's time for the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. All right, we're Hi. all back together. Yes, Holly's back, Julia's back, Donnie and I have been here, and now you two have joined <laughs> us. We're so Hi. happy to see you both. Hello, the gang's all here. That's yes, right. And we're talking about the Emmys. But you had a good time wherever you were. Yes, I did. Wherever I was, it was a fantastic time. I was actually in North Carolina. Mm. Weddings, beaches, between I hurricanes. See, I see sun, sun on uh, your face. Yeah, I was at the beach for about oh, nice. a good week, nice. absorbing you, the sun. And you tried something new. Rent a rent the runway. Yes. So that's what I did to get my outfits for the wedding because I didn't want, you know, when you go and do these formal events and you don't want to spend hundreds of dollars yeah. of something that just sits in the back of your closet forever and yet dust How it off. How much did you spend? Once. So I did this trial thing so you can do it for a whole month, unlimited rentals. It was about $130. Whoa. So and so you what can, did you get? So I got four. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Different dresses. Stop. So I had one for the rehearsal, one for the wedding, an extra one just in case I wanted to wear it, and then something just a casual outfit. And so you can do it. You get a little bag and they send it to you, drop it off on your porch. And then when you're all done with it, you just zip it up, go to the UPS store, and then ship it off. And then it will show up in your account saying, like, oh, okay, you are free now to order four new things. Oh. And you can just do that. And they have clothes this, and not and just formal icing? things. This is a dirt alert think, we needed, you guys. <laughs> I think you can do this at Nordstrom. Things like this because yeah. they do this, yeah. But how about your sizing? Do you are you pretty much always know that in a dress you're like an eight or whatever it is? Yeah, you know there were a couple dresses that I tried out the first week and then I couldn't zip them up because I was like, oh okay, I think I need to go with size up because mm-hmm. they're designer dresses. So when you dress in those designer they uh, things, have they vanity s- sizing. Yeah, so you gotta size up a little bit because yes. I was like, I can't zip it up above the rib right. cage. So that is a little bit of a risk. Mm-hmm. But if you're open to being in a window of sizes, which everybody is, there's mm-hmm. usually about three different sizes that you can wear at any given time. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, well, I think that I'm going to wear X size. And then they send it to you in the mail. All right. All it's right. really cool. Yeah, okay. Rent the Runway. I highly I recommend it. I know someone else who did this for a destination wedding that they were going to that they wanted to not have to buy uh, a dress that they wouldn't wear again. Well, exactly. She, she's like, I'm sick of justifying that I'm going to wear all these dresses oh, again, sure. and I never do. Yeah, um, because what's the point yes. then? And then now I have a couple of weeks where I can just rent regular clothes. So I sent them back this morning, and then I'll be able to pick out some things, and maybe I'll wear them to Try the some like well, different jeans. Or- I would just, that's so great. See, for me, I'm the hemming issue because I'm so short mm-hmm. and the sizing. Yeah, yeah. It's just You're, you guys Holly have and more. I can wear you have straight length, bodies, but I mean, you're I don't ever have to hem anything. No, I don't have to hem yeah. anything either. Mm-hmm. Or if you need or to alter. hem something, you just wear the appropriate footwear that will give you a little bit of the, height on yeah. there. All right, so rent not the for the shorts, not ladies. The they have <laughs> to adjust. I, I'd have the right height, but it would be way below my knees or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I don't know. Maybe somebody wore Rent the Runway at the Emmys last night, but uh, we're going to wrap up a couple of little loose ends on our Emmy coverage this afternoon. The Emmys are apologizing for a major gaffe during the most inconvenient time during the award ceremony. That would be in their in-memoriam tribute to those who have been lost oh, in the past What did they year. do? Use oh. the wrong picture? Yeah, they uh-huh. used the oh. lo- wrong picture. Andre Previn passed away this year, the prolific composer. Once they- I married to Mia Farrell. Yes. Yes, uh, the stepfather to Soon Yi, Soon Yi Previn, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Well, anyways, they used a picture of a guy named Leonard Slotkin, He's still alive. And he pointed out the fact on Twitter that they used his photograph and that he still is very much on planet Earth. I'm not dead yet. And I feel like there was just a story about Leonard Slacken on CBS Sunday morning a few sometime this summer. About the isn't he a composer? Composer. It was this past weekend. Was it? I swear. No, that was that was John Williams, the composer John Williams. Yeah, that's John He's still Williams. alive, He's too. He's still alive, too. <laughs> but they said they got the wrong... Well, that's pretty rookie mistake. Come yeah. on, that's so bad. So, Leonard tweeted, I saw that the Emmys posted a photo of me 
in memoriam rather than the intended Andre Previn. Andre deserved better. I had the opportunity to introduce him when he received the Kennedy Center honors. Perhaps he was paying me back for a couple of stories I told about him. Andre oh. R.I.P. Because in that John Williams story, they he rewrote a bunch of his music for Andre Previn's wife, who's Thank the you. best violinist in the world, apparently. And she's widow. not related yes. to Jeremy Piven. No. Previn. I know, I'm just oh. kidding. It was a joke. Oh. <laughs> but it, it wasn't connecting because we were, you didn't ever say Piven. That came out of left field. I'm just saying. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, we missed you. Yeah. Didn't miss any of this. <laughs> All right, in other Emmy news, Terrence Howard announced that he was going to retire from acting after Empire wraps up over on Fox. And he was at the Emmys last night and he was speaking about his forthcoming retirement, saying that he's all about personal discoveries and the science that uh, Pythagoras was searching for. That's what he's going to focus his life on. He said, I was able to open up the flower of life and find the real wave conjunctions that we've been looking for for 10,000 years. Why would I continue walking on water for tips when I got an entire generation to teach a whole new world? Is he an acid or what he is this? He is the teller of truths, remember? Oh, he, this yeah, is I what know. he's going to do I'll tell you the truth. I'm going to be the teller of truths. And walk on water like Jesus. Yeah, I mean, yes. what is that? All energy in the universe is expressed in motion. All motion is expressed in waves. All waves or curves so where does the straight line come from oh, to make the platonic solids doesn't make any sense it doesn't did you <laughs> look at any of the fashion i did what did you like we posted we have a whole like we have like 123 yep. pictures well mandy moore's face styling was stunning yeah the hair, that valley i thought of the she da- looked valley of the amazing yes. the hair was everything mm. she looked amazing I'm trying to think of somebody else Zendaya. who I really liked. Yes, Zendaya in her emerald green sheath, mm-hmm. bringing a little bit of glamour. It was a very relaxed red carpet for an it Emmys. It seems like people are embracing their personal well, style. Rather. People were dodging Fox right and left because Jenny oh. McCarthy was so bad. But B- Billy Bush was there for extra. And, oh, was he? I mean, all those entertainment mm-hmm. shows will have a lot of highlights. Um, tonight, but they, that's why they kept throwing it over to Kelly Osborne because people were just. They don't want to talk to Jenny McCarthy. Oh, that was so awkward, you guys. Jenny McCarthy and Christina Applegate and oh. Gwyneth Paltrow and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh. oh, my gosh. It was just painful. Pain. It was worse than I thought. It That's was something. actually worse than I thought. That's you know? something, because we know. thought it was going to be a disaster. And sure yeah. enough, it, it was. was. Yeah. Mm. All right, Thanks, thank Hallie. you. Yeah. There, were th- there were three standing ovations last night. Amelia Clark and Gwendolyn Christie and then... Um, Billy Porter and Gerald Jerome from When They See Us. Yeah. Those were the three standing O's last night. Yeah, there night. were a lot of great speeches last night at the really, Emmys, too. So, so really good. wonderful speeches. All right, what's happening? Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid, or make void the topic. Because that's what's <sighs> Namaste is what we're going to call this Sex Monday, is how we're going to start it, because it is... um, I'm curious, it is what? It's it's real, real, the real deal, the real deal people need to know about this, okay? Namaste, so listen up, everyone. Well, because here's the thing, beginning a new relationship is always an exciting time. Blast. During the honeymoon phase of a new romance, there's always this hope and anticipation, which is why sometimes people, when they're 
back into the dating world or they've never been in the dating world and they're a dating toddler, their hopes and anticipation are on too high of a level all the time for everybody. It's exhausting. Ex- there you go. That's very good. wise. So, um, so, but one of the things, so this is a, this was research uh, that was done at the University of Alberta. And it, it was interesting to me because they looked at the, at 600 people over an eight year period of time. So a long period of time for, for the couples. And what they found is that if you don't find out what you did that was part of why your last relationship broke up, mm-hmm. your new romance is almost doomed to end up like your old romance. Need to own your part. Yeah, it will resemble the old relationship. And the basic line is why? Because you're the same person. So your same Mm. crap, neediness, issues, wants, desires, whatever you want to call them, they're all still there. Which is why very often, this is why people get nervous about the rebound relationship when people leave a long-term something like Miley Cyrus and they bounce into something and it's the white hot heat. Everybody's having orgasms like crazy and you think this is what I want, but then there you are still the same person. There you are with you. With all the same Mm -hmm. stuff and you haven't dealt with it. Yeah, you haven't dealt with it or whatever. So they looked at um, they, they, the people, the 600 people were looked mm-hmm. at four separate times over the eight year period. And it was during and after a romance that ended and twice over the course of a current relationship. Okay. And they had to rate satisfaction, sexual satisfaction, um, whether their partner's good at, appreci- at uh, noting appreciation. You wouldn't believe how many people will break up over that. Uh, no, not or that can you be mean a just feeling like it's you don't matter? A, you don't matter. You don't yeah, it's like it, not yeah. feeling your you know, like your terrible. your jar right. of love. Yes. They don't. I mean, kindness is the walls that hold up relationships and yeah. kind words and mm-hmm. doing kind sweet deeds. things. It really yeah. is the. Um, and then, were you are you able to open express feelings and confidence about the romance? And that they just found that. Uh, New love is always great, but relationships that continue past that point um, will end up being, if you don't address the personal issues of whatever is going on with you, you just fall into the same patterns, the same aspects and... Um, and part of that is because like in a new thing, when you're just dating, uh, you're not involving, you're not involved in the everyday life of your partner. Oh, right. You, you have know? dates. Yeah. Every, every, every time you the see relationship them, it's fun. exists Woo. outside of those things. Right. So. Out of everyday things. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of an interesting uh, thing. And I thought, well, that certainly explains why so many second marriages that happen real quick have like a 85 90% breakup rate. Mm. You know, oh, they do. Because that's your that's first a, instinct, kind right. of too. Sometimes when you're really shocked at finding yourself divorced, ah, what am I going to do? Uh, what am I going to do? I got to find somebody. I, gotta, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So okay, so there's that. Okay. Now, All right. this concerned me 
beyond belief when I read this Uh-oh. in my journal uh, that I, Which you know, one is this? This is my journal of the Kinsey Report. All right, the Kinsey. Oh, the Kinsey Report. You got an updated wow. a- a- appendix? I did, Joya. And listen to this. It's really shocking. A third of Americans. Okay, so Donnie, what makes up a hundred? A third, a third, and a third? Yes. At point three. Yeah, okay. So a third of Americans think you can get an STD from a public toilet. Stop. I'm not even kidding you guys. This is not true. It bothers me that a third of people actually think that. How do we know this, Julia? They did a questionnaire. Julia, how do we know this? Are so misinformed, and you want to know why? I do. Please, please tell me. I'm going to raise my hand. I do. I do. I do. You trace. It can be traced back to a lack of sexual education in schools. Only 52 percent of the people took sex ed in school, and 53 percent of those 52 percent that were in the survey said that their sex education was abstinence only education. They yeah, know how well that works. So they don't know anything about <laughs> yeah. anything. And people, I mean, they believe public toilets house sexually transmitted diseases. They identified claphatitis as an STD. Is that what? laugh? Is it like laughing with your testicle? What? Yeah, it's a made up thing. <laughs> yeah. they, oh, good lord! They identified it sounds like clapphatitis. Yeah, they identified stream panida as um, uh, a pasta STD, STD, a pasta STD, <laughs> and eighty-one percent of these goofballs think that they know a lot about sex, so they don't know anything. It's oh, just yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't ever remember even when I had sex education. Well, you might have been. I went to a Catholic grade you school. Might have, yeah, you might have had a, a like in a. In health, maybe we had some health. of it in health you, in junior high or something. Yeah. I don't remember. And, you know, probably the way they did it, separating the boys and the girls. No, going we didn't have that. I, I don't think, that. no. Well, I had that. Anyway, people didn't even, uh, 24% say they uh, rarely or ever discuss anything with a new partner before becoming sexually active because they don't want to be uncomfortable or ruin the mood. Well, then just be sure and wear a damn condom. Right. And 52% of people want STD tests available to take at home. They don't want to go to the doctor and say, test me for the clap or chlamydia Well, that wouldn't be a bad idea. But it's, that it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, too complicated. Yeah, you can't but do that, that But I'm just saying it wouldn't be a bad idea to have that advance in medical information. I'm sure someone thought that there could be money at it, but I, I don't know. I think it's, I don't know if it's a blood test. It's been a long time since I got tested for an STD. Let me go back. I I wonder if it's just a. Um, I got tested like in my thirties. I. Oh, they saw the bugs. No, no, I what? got tested for. I got tested what? for HIV. I got tested for HIV yeah. once. I. Are we all? Huh? No. No, it's not standard on your blood test. I don't know. I don't no, think so. No, okay. no. I had to. I went to a, like a free clinic. I went to Planned Parenthood. Okay. I got. I got really. I'll be honest. It was the eighties, and. Uh, uh, Your you know, sexual um, real estate was really large, and and we didn't. And no, I didn't ever use a condom with anybody, including my high school boyfriend. We just did the old pull out. 
Which is a miracle. I never got well, pregnant. That is quite as interrupt us. Yes, ever. that is amazing. Thinking even how your mom and dad the very oh, first time they had I didn't sex. get on the pill for like three months because I, I was all nervous. I was seventeen. I'd go to my family doctor. Right. I didn't know about Planned Parenthood, and I had to get an exam. And I said I'm sexually active, and I want the pill. And he I'm just gave to it to me. If it's a blood test. Well, the AIDS, the HIV was. Yeah. That was a blood test. Yeah. And I can't yeah. remember because I got tested for everything. I'm like, test me for it all. I've been around the block and more. I need everything. <laughs> Twice. Yeah. I need the full panel. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. You know, and then I had it. Then I had uh, I had a, I had the results. So if I, mm-hmm. you know, if anyone brought it up to me, if they wanted to see your printout, if they wanted to see my papers, mm-hmm. so to speak, yeah. there was only papers? one person who ever asked me. You know, Did I you ask to see his? I was curious <laughs> no. during my stage of yeah. Um, you, I don't want to get anything from anybody because people can have dormant um, herpes, but you should have- be. Told you should know, yes. you know, you should just know all that anyway. Well, I'm glad we could share this time together and get real yeah. <laughs> about sex. <laughs> Thanks for joining us not once but twice. Twice, that's right. All right, listen. All right, let's do our ticket giveaway. Okay, let's would, do please. it. Fifth caller, 651 641 1071. You are going to go see Mean Girls on October 2nd at the Orpheum. We'll be right back. said uh, thanks ladies for making me giggle you have an itching burning desire and ad for a wonderful business right after your discussion of I being know. tested for STDs and <laughs> Furniture Manor you said that Lori I, we're talking about STDs I've, I, Furniture Manor Lori and Julia I've got an itching burning, burning desire it was for, because we were talking I about know. it I didn't even realize it, it was I, la- I, I knew you we were saying well. it and I just didn't want to start laughing in the middle I of their ad I didn't realize I was saying it oh, that's but I mean funny. that story is fabulous so thank you chapter 2 too I thought it was kind of funny yeah you know what we were excited to Speaking of the Emmys last night, that Julie Garner from Ozark won for Best Supporting in a limited you guys series. Love her. Yeah. I, well, we loved her in the Americans. Yes, yes. Dirty John. She, she was, was one of the daughters. So Waco. You know? She's only twenty five. Yeah. Her speech was adorable. Mm. Was it? And she said her Emmy looked like a chocolate, and that she wished it was made of chocolate. She was giddy. <laughs> that was another really pleasant surprise, and I loved her pretty purple. She looked did dress. pretty, didn't she? Yeah, it's about time we had some fresh blood given out on the Emmys. Well, that's what I was saying ones. about John Oliver, or about even about Veep. About um, they didn't win. No, any Julia, which Louis Dreyfus, me. I'm talking yeah. about her winning and not having to have her win again. Because remember when it got embarrassing? Who said, "Please don't nominate me Murphy, anymore"? Uh, Candace Bergen. Thank mm-hmm. you. Said that because she was sick of winning. Give Ellen it to someone else. Ellen took herself out of like daytime yep. Emmys. I think Oprah did after a while too. Hey, give it to someone else. Let's try some new blood. Yeah, SNL is one. You know, for the over and over. So Lindsay Shookus was uh, in LA her. with her Emmy and probably making out with John. John Hamm well, John somewhere. was at a different party, but maybe they hooked up together. Maybe. 
uh, by the way, um, you got to go see Downton Abbey, too. You're going to love it so, oh, good. so much. It did, was, Kate, did you bring a guy or No, girl? I went with a girlfriend who's never watched one episode of Downton Abbey and absolutely loved it. You don't need to watch it to go see the movie, right? Because I never finished the last season. It just was scrumptious. All right, good. It was scrumptious. It was really good. Jennifer Lopez's Hustler took in $17 million, nice. So that's pretty good for its second week. And Donnie, did we give away our tickets? Yeah. Wait, you, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, uh, Kelly, this is, doesn't happen very often. She has never called to win anything oh, before. Good. First really? time calling in, she won. Well, good. cheers to you, Kelly. Cheers yeah. to Mean Girls. Um, so, yeah, you're going to like it. Ad Astra is getting good reviews for Brad Pitt. Did it open this weekend? It yes. opened on... Did uh, it open here? Yes. yes. Uh, Chris Did gave go? it three and a half stars. Really? Do you, I'm going to no, go see I mean, Hustlers before I go see Ad Astra about a man's mission to find himself in outer space while his dad is on a 29-year mission to Neptune. Okay? Do you hear what I'm telling you? I, I have heard visually it is stunning. But so was um, so that was one. Gravity. No, but so no? was the other one, Odyssey or 2001. Oh, 2001. Space an, but Ad Astra got an 83% on Rotten oh, yeah. Tomatoes. Yeah. yeah, no, the critics are liking it. But again, I'm not the critics it. loved uh, 2001 Odyssey. Okay. You know, Space Odyssey. I'm. We'll see. I'll see that one maybe when it comes, uh, you know, There's some shows on that demand. Are, are starting tonight that are coming back. Prodigal Son is the one with Michael Sheen. And then my mom is all excited about the Jimmy Smith's TV show. Oh, yeah. Is that one? It's The Voice that, is back tonight. The Neighborhood. Cool. All Rise. No, is he's not it? in that. That's a different show. Bull. Danny, can you figure it yeah, out? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what that darn thing is. Oh, it's, it's a called show. Bluff, Bluff City, City Law. Bluff City, there we go. Tonight it's, at 9, yeah. It's on at 9 on NBC, and it's de- despite a tumultuous past. And it's Memphis. Joins her father's law firm to fight the greater good in NBC's new drama, Bluff City Law. After years of barely speaking to her father, who is Jimmy Smits, Sydney is thrust back into the family fold when her philanthropist mother passes away unexpectedly. Well, here's the thing. Anyone who did watch the Emmys last night, people are streaming Fleabag. So my brother sends oh. me a note and says, I've heard about Fleabag. Should I watch it? And I'm oh. like, you are the snarkiest, most black humored person I know. You will love Fleabag. You stayed up all night. See, and I binged it too. It oh. is after seeing her win three yes. Emmys. The first episode, season one of Fleabag is harsh. It's just a harsh well, episode. Well, because it's a break-the-wall comedy where yeah. she looks at the audience. Yeah, it isn't that. It's just the content no. of the whole thing. But you thing. don't see that very often. No, you're right. Did you see our little boyfriend, Bob Newhart, stealing I the show did. last night? I right. did. Ben Stiller was out there with wax of... Wax figures. And, of and I'm like, and then, oh my gosh. And then there's Bob Newhart. That was a cute <laughs> That was... Bit. I'm not dead alive. yet. Yes. That was cute. <laughs> Uh, what else, Julia? Oh, well, Tristan Thompson, if you just want to get into a little snarky snark. Yeah, what did he say? Okay, Chloe is trying to balance on her beach ball bottom that is just inflated with <laughs> I don't know what. She's laying down, but she's not laying down because her back is arched. Yeah, it is. What? 
Her, there, she can't okay, lay so flat. So her back can't lay flat because she, her butt is but so big. It's in artificially oh, inflated. Okay. Anyway, so she did some photo, and then he wrote on her comment section, perfection, heart, eyes, emoji. And then Chloe's people, you know, were like, get out of here. Dude. Get out of here. All right, Downton Abbey sounds fun. Yeah, you'll like it. You'll like it so much. The, uh, the thing about Downton Abbey is... The audience score is 96%. Julia, because it's everything. We see the costumes. We get the big panoramic views. It's a great storyline. They did a story on Good Morning America or Today about um, Downton Abbey's, um, what's the name of that place? High Clare Castle. High Clare Castle. And the woman and man that own it and Mm -hmm. how um, they did a funny thing. They do kind of funny theme parties out there and but stuff. But they're facing what kind of uh, you the know, the Crowley family is yeah, these things. How do you perp- how do you repair a roof on a 3,000 room castle? Yeah. With slate. Yeah. With slate or whatever. Or yeah. Or yeah. French that was good. And then Renee Zellweger was wonderful. That movie opens next week. Judy. Yes. And um, I just think she's gonna That was a good interview on CBS. Sunday it was morning. so good. She yeah, was so wonderful. It was really, really good. Um, what else do we know, kids? Well, we got a message. Bruce Springsteen is 70. If you want to feel like something, you can feel, you know, feel good about that. You know, he was a dozen years into his recording career before Dancing in the Dark. Before, you know. Right, before it really took off. Yeah. Well, a lot of people. And I mean, Courtney Cox. That was filmed at the St. Paul Civic Center, that Dancing in the Dark. That's right. Video. Yeah. A stage thing, but yeah. nonetheless. Stage, yeah, but that's all right. There we she all was. wanted to be her. Oh, my oh, God. did we want to be her. And we yeah. all danced like that. And oh, my gosh, it was so good. Oh, Everybody have a great night. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go.